Hello and welcome to the official first episode of my podcast. The most hilarious thing about this episode is the reason it has taken me three months, a little over three months, to get this first episode released since the announcement and trailer release is due to the very thing today's episode is about, perfectionism and its inevitable sidekick, procrastination. Also, I'm just going to tell you right now, you're going to hear the words podcast episode and variations of the word perfectionist a lot today, so sorry in advance. I had a very detailed timeline and plan going into this podcast endeavor. Initially, I was very specific with what exactly I would be working on and what days and times I would be doing XYZ, etc. And it all worked out really nicely, and I stuck to that time frame I had given myself. And then following that, we had a very busy month, and I did not make a timeline for the first episode release. And I was convinced I needed so much time because it needed to be perfect. But life is just as busy as it was a month ago, and I've chosen to just make the time. And instead of telling myself this episode about perfectionism needs to be perfect, I'm reminding myself that it could actually be my most imperfect episode I ever make, and that would make it all the better. This subject has really taken me for a spin the last few months, and when I was pondering what my first episode was going to be about, I felt really confident in this subject. I could think of a thousand other topics that would make more sense or be more practical as my first episode, but this topic just felt right, and I trust that for some reason, someone in the world needs to hear today's message. So let's get into what you're here for, perfectionism. What exactly is a perfectionist? How have my perfectionistic tendencies affected my life? What am I doing to overcome these crippling thought patterns? And what are some things you can do today to change these thought patterns of perfection that you might be struggling with as well? I have learned more about myself in the weeks of making this podcast than I have in probably the last year. The process of creating this podcast has really made me aware of some things that I do or ways that I operate that I don't necessarily feel are most efficient for the life that I'm trying to create for my family or for myself. At this point in motherhood, I think efficiency is so important for me in order to maintain some sanity. So any part of my life that I feel like I'm making harder than it needs to be, I really want to focus on changing. It was recently that I realized the thought of things need to be perfect is on replay in my head in so many areas of my life. And that thought that things need to be perfect makes things so much more complicated than they need to be. And I do not show up as my best self, best mom, best wife, etc. when I'm operating with a perfectionistic mindset. This is an area I'm still currently working through. My research and knowledge and growth in this subject is still expanding I still have conversations with my therapist about this, so I'm excited and curious to see how my thoughts about perfectionism will change over time. And believe me, when I say I'm absolutely taking my own advice from today's episode. So a perfectionist. First, I want to touch on what a perfectionist is not. Being a perfectionist does not mean that everything in your life is perfect or even mostly perfect, I never considered myself a perfectionist because things in my life weren't flawless. I thought it meant being someone who 
currently had perfect things or produced perfect things and always kept their life perfect. They were always on time and had really neat handwriting and had their outfits picked out the night before. That wasn't me in the slightest. So I just looked at this idea of being a perfectionist as something that I wasn't would be nice because then things would be better. My house would be cleaner. I would fold my clothes straight out of the dryer. I would be one of those people and it would be great. Those were my thoughts around perfectionism up until very recently. So let's look at a Google at the Google definition. What is a perfectionist? A person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. So notice how that definition doesn't say a perfectionist is someone who is perfect. I really want to make it clear here that a perfectionist is someone with standards and expectations of perfection, but not someone who meets those standards and expectations 100% of the time. A perfectionist is someone who will sit and say, Ugh, this needs to be perfect or else. And they have all these ideas in their head of what will go wrong if it's not. A perfectionist is not someone who steps back and looks at their finished product or achievement and says, it's perfect. In fact, I don't think you'll ever hear those words out of a perfectionist's mouth. And I'll explain why in a little bit. I love what Brene Brown has to say on this topic. She says, perfectionism is this idea. And I quote, if I look perfect, live perfect, work perfect, I can avoid or minimize criticism, blame, and ridicule. I think this coincides with the prominent thought in my mind, and that thought is my value as a person is determined by the quality of everything I do. And when you look at both of these ways of thinking, I think they're both rooted in the desire to be accepted. I find myself thinking people will want me around if I look perfect, live perfect, work perfect, because I will be adding value via perfect things to their lives. They won't have a reason to criticize or blame or ridicule if everything I do is perfect. So if you are a perfectionist, you absolutely get this and you might be listening saying, yep, this is me. And if you're not a perfectionist, I hope this gives you an idea of what kind of goes on in our minds and a deeper insight into why we do some of the things that we do. I also want to add The underlying reason behind why you may have these tendencies is a great conversation to have with a therapist or a counselor. There might be, or there might have been an event or a childhood trauma, or maybe a relationship with someone in your life that led you to believe that this is the correct way to do life and understanding yourself better with the help of a professional might feel really empowering and further help you to sort out any challenges you're facing with the idea of feeling like things have to be perfect. This is something that I have talked about with my therapist and it's been really helpful for me to get to the root of some things. Sometimes I think you have to start from the bottom and work your way up, but I do think starting somewhere is still great. So I'll give you some tips here today that still helped me well before I fully understood the underlying reasons for my perfectionism. Back to the thought of people won't have a reason to criticize, blame, or ridicule if everything I do is perfect. The only way that would hold any truth is if everyone in your life was also seeking perfection. And spoiler alert, not everyone is. Not everyone expects you to be perfect. It would be fair to fear judgment and criticism if we knew for a fact that every person was going to speak their mind and that their thoughts would be, it's not good enough. You're not good enough. 
but I think you all know, and this is just your very friendly but loud reminder and a reminder to myself that things don't have to be perfect and others are not expecting it from you. How has seeking perfection affected my own life negatively? Trying to be perfect prevents me from showing up at all, from showing up as me. To put it simply and honestly, it's completely halted me from living a life that I so badly want to live. It's kept me from starting the podcast, but here we are. (laughs) Big, big steps in my growth, but I would have started this podcast literally years ago had I not been so wrapped up in it being perfect, but I trust that everything happens in the right timing. It keeps me from sharing things from my heart in fear that I won't be understood if I don't word it perfectly. It keeps me from doing fun projects around my home. It keeps me from making leaps in my business. It keeps me from sharing my talents. It keeps me from making new relationships. The list literally never ends and is forever growing, but perfectionism keeps me from living some big, big dreams that I've had. There was always that voice in my head saying, just do the thing just make some progress. But there was that other part of me, the louder voice that said, nope, sit back down. You need to do it perfectly. And if you're not going to do it perfectly, then don't even bother starting. Perfectionism truly halts all progress. It's really easy to not start new things because a perfectionist knows the exhaustion that comes along with attempting to make this new thing perfect. I said earlier that you will probably never hear the words, it's perfect out of a perfectionist mouth. And that's because the goal of perfection will never be met. It's a target that moves forever and ever. But more than that, it's a fake target. I have a little analogy here for you. Trying to reach perfectionism in hopes that it will fulfill you is like trying to reach a mirage in hopes that it will quench your thirst. It's an illusion. No matter how fast or slow you get there, no matter how perfectly you try to get to the water, the mirage, you never will. And eventually you start to go insane. The magic and the growth and the freedom happens when you realize that the mirage that looks like a lake is not real. When you look in the mirror and you smack yourself into reality and tell yourself you're chasing after a destination that you'll never ever reach. And you're leaving behind really important, very real opportunities that are waiting for you. A perfectionist will die of thirst because they want a drink from the water, the mirage that they think they see off in the distance. Meanwhile, they're shoving away multiple hundreds of real tangible bottles of water while saying, nope, sorry, can't be bothered with those. I'm trying to get to that vast body of water ahead. And the closer you think you're getting, the farther away it moves until eventually it's gone. But those bottles of water that will fulfill you, that you're turning away in pursuit of perfection, they are the opportunities right in front of you. They are the just starting, even when it feels hard. They're the little steps of progress. They're the moments in which you say, I gave this thing a really good effort and I'm going to let that be enough for today. Those little graces, those little pats on the back, those little steps in the right direction, that is how you quench your thirst. So you can keep shooting for the fake target, but you might die of thirst trying to get there and you're going to miss out on a lot of really, really good things. If your eyes are only set on these delusional ideas of perfection, you're going to miss out on all the things that are actually truly perfect that are more than enough. And you may be thinking, wait, miss out on the things that are perfect. I thought perfect 
is what we're trying to stay away from. Stay with me here. This is where we let go of all the standards and expectations we set for ourselves and we enter a new understanding of what it means for something to be perfect. I'm talking to all the perfectionists out there and I'm talking to myself here. For something to be perfect, it has to be free from flaws. And for whatever reason, we have given certain things the name of being a flaw. A freckle on your face, a bump in the road when you're trying to get somewhere, a messy house. What if those things aren't flaws? What if we renamed them as just parts of our beautiful life or even things that just are? They aren't good or bad. They're just a result of us living life. And what if all those quirks, bumps, scratches, the things we for so long have titled as flaws, what if those were what actually made something unique and irreplaceable and valuable? If we choose to reframe the flaws for beauty, suddenly everything in our life becomes free of flaws and therefore perfect. Now, I'm not saying life is going to be perfect, but I think there is a lot more perfection in this world than we let ourselves see and appreciate. In fact, I can almost promise you there are things you see in yourself that you might not like that you consider a flaw that is someone else's favorite thing about you that they think is perfect. Perfectionism truly is in the eye of the beholder here. Now retraining our brains to see something as beauty and not as a flaw is much easier said than done, but it's possible and it just takes practice. Here are some things that I'm doing to let go of the idea of perfectionism and maybe these things might help you too. Number one, starting, just simply starting the projects, the conversations, the podcasts, the blog posts. Like I was saying, it's really easy to not start because we get wrapped up in the idea of the end goal of perfection, but starting period is progress. And I'm sure you've heard it before, but I have this on repeat in my head, progress, not perfection. Another thing that goes hand in hand with this is the idea of starting before you're ready. If it's something in my life that I'm waiting to start, and it obviously has minimal or no risk to other areas in my life, I've learned that if I don't feel ready, that's probably the best time to start. I have let go of the idea that things need to be just right to be able to start. And I just start anywhere, somewhere. Number two, saying that's good enough and taking a step back. Sometimes I have to force myself to say this, but what I've learned is when I say something is good enough and I walk away from it, when I come back to it, I'm almost always satisfied with whatever it was. This might be more applicable to physical things you're working on, but even if it is a conversation or a relationship, something that you feel like you need to keep chipping away at, sometimes just letting things be for a while gives us time to regroup our thoughts and come back to it with a new, less rigid perspective. Number three, being okay with being misunderstood. Now, you might be wondering what being understood has to do with a desire to be perfect, but when I heard this, it shook the foundation of what I thought my perfectionism was based on. I heard this in an interview with Jay Shetty, and someone asked him, tell me something that other people value that you don't. And Jay Shetty responded, I'd say it's probably being understood. I'm okay with being misunderstood. And that hit me so hard. I asked 
myself, what would change if I stopped caring so much about being understood? And suddenly it was like a door flew open and I realized how much of my perfectionism is tied to this deep desire to do things just right so people will understand me in hopes that they will accept me. I realized the obvious truth that there will never be a time when every person completely understands me. And even if there was, someone could understand me and still not agree with me. So in being okay with that idea of being misunderstood, I was able to let go of so many limiting behaviors that were really holding me back. There is truly so much freedom in being okay with people not understanding you. Number four, removing the things that trigger your perfectionism. One thing I've noticed about myself is that I don't show up as a perfectionist in every area of my life. And I think this is true for a lot of perfectionists. Immersing myself in the areas that I feel okay with not being perfect really helps me to not fall back into that spiral. So maybe you have a really tedious job. Maybe you have a relationship with someone and you feel like that person is often expecting you to be perfect. Maybe you have a group of friends you're always trying to keep up with. Maybe scrolling through Instagram and Pinterest brings out some of these negative tendencies of wanting things to be perfect. Whatever that is for you, taking time away from that might be really helpful. I've removed a lot of things. I work for myself now, but when I had miscellaneous jobs when I was younger working for other people, their expectations of me and the idea that I had to have things just right was truly torture for me. I've had friends in the past that I felt like were overly critical, so I took a step back. I've dropped hobbies that were bringing out the perfectionist in me. It really sneaks into so many areas of your life, and I'm not saying that you should just remove these things and forget about them forever or never deal with them. But if you're in the trenches of crippling perfectionism, removing some of these things that are not helpful can be really beneficial while you're unlearning your perfectionism. So maybe ask yourself, where do I see my perfectionism most prominently? And is that something that I could temporarily or maybe permanently remove? Number five, Last, but surely not least, finding a therapist or a counselor. Perfectionism was not on my radar at all when I started going to therapy until I realized just how much of my life was being affected by it. And I think it was a podcast where someone had briefly mentioned the idea of perfectionism and it just felt familiar. And of course, I dove into the topic more. My therapist has helped me to connect some really big dots as to why I struggle with this and what I can do to ultimately heal and move forward. I really owe so much of my growth to her, but also to me for taking the step to start having these conversations with her. There are so many options today for therapy, whether it's an in-person appointment or a video appointment or even a phone call appointment. So today you could get out a piece of paper and spend just a few minutes writing down some things that you would like to start. You could write down some moments when you would be willing to say, that's good enough. You could write down the answer to, do I value being understood and why or why not? You could list what you think your perfectionist triggers are. 
and you could ask yourself if therapy or counseling feels like something you would consider. So I'm not saying do all five things I listed today, but maybe just think about them and ask yourself if any of them could be helpful to you. I don't want any of this to feel overwhelming, so baby steps are perfectly fine. If you take one thing away from today's episode, I want it to be that you remember that whatever you do or don't get done, that will never change your value and worth in the eyes of God and in the eyes of the people who truly love and care about you. There are people in your life who love you just as you are and allow you to show up as you are and they don't ask anything more of you. Hold on to those people and maybe shoot them a text today saying thank you for letting me show up as me and not having an expectation for me to be perfect. You are growing and learning and you are stitching together all these pieces, even the ones that don't seem perfect by themselves, all these pieces that will come together to make the most beautiful masterpiece of a quilt that is your life. Let go of trying to make things perfect and look around and enjoy the things that have been placed in your life that feel perfect just the way they are. Maybe it's the things you prayed for that now you have. Maybe it's your babies. Maybe it's your spouse or a pretty corner in your home. Choose to rename some flaws as beauty and just soak that all in. Leave today feeling encouraged and a little more at peace about the role that perfectionism plays in your life. Thank you so much for listening to my very first episode ever. I'm so happy to have this out for you. I've poured so much of my time and energy and heart and soul into this, and it was a lot of fun. So if you liked today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend and if you rated it wherever you're listening to your podcast. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram letting me know what you thought of today's episode. You can find me at Melissa with two A's underscore Harris, and you'll hear from me again soon on my next one. 